Welcome to Will You Accept This Rose, a production of iHeartRadio. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> God, listen to that audio quality. Things are so good. There's nothing wrong in the world right now, guys. <laughs> nothing to worry about. Things are fine. I feel happier than ever. You know what? I just feel like I'm really <laughs> thriving right now. I I feel like I'm really, oh, my phone is such a cock block. Don't even, don't even, please. Oh, God, we're back. Everything's fine, guys. There's nothing to worry about. There's literally, I'm just crazy busy. I've got a lot of meetings happening right now. I've got to wash my hands. I've got to take my temperature and wash my hands. I'm crazy busy. Things are so good. Oh my God. I'm ready to date. I'm ready to find love. <laughs> I'm ready to go out dating. And <laughs> I think I'm just going to indiscriminately date and see what happens. Hello, my name is Artem Reen. Welcome to a very special bunker episode of Will You Accept This Rose? I am so happy to hear the response we got last week as we've continued our journey learning about Juan Pablo, who I know nothing about except that everybody hates him. With me today, um, I could not be more excited about a person who is joining us. There is a woman here who um, I really missed. She is basically I like my freaking co-pilot from day one on this podcast. And then she got all fancy. Oh my God, Jerry Trainer's calling right now. He must know, he can sense that he's sensing that he's not on this podcast. She got all fancy. She, you know her from Conan. You know her. She's now writing on the new show One Day at a Time that used to be on Netflix, but now is on Pop TV and you can watch it. She's one of my favorite people, one of my very best friends. She's an amazing stand-up comedian. She has albums out. Ladies and gentlemen, Erin Foley. Yay. Well, that was a delight. If the truly the only good thing of the coronavirus is that it brought you back to us. <laughs> you know, listen, did I start the corona so we can end up here talking again? You know, I'm not gonna rule it out. I'm not gonna rule it out. I, I like your selflessness. I think that was yeah. so so worth it in the world. So worth you know, it. It's like it's like Mother Earth just like want us to stop. You I know, know. Oh, exactly. Just if I hear that one more time, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to put murder on my list of Corona uh, responses. Dude, I know there's a lot of, there's a lot like, there's a lot of things that I almost punch somebody in the face. So I'm like, just don't just, yeah, yeah. No. there's no, there's just no. Um, all right. With us is a woman who's guiding us through, she did an excellent job last week and I felt like they had a nice connection. She had a nice connection with our rookie. She's guiding us like the Ken Burns of the Bachelor fridge. <laughs> She's also kind of up to date on some coronavirus news, which is, so we've got, we've got the Bachelor, we've got grief, and now we've got uh, li bunker living coronavirus updates. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, my friend, Bachelor historian, Lori. Yay! Hi, How what? you doing? You surviving? Well, I'm locked in and um, I didn't have as many fights this week as I had had last week. So I'm doing better. I'm doing better. Oh, yeah. I just fight all the time. That's what I do. Do you fight? Are you a good fighter? Oh my God. Yeah. I, I've suspended two students from school this week. Uh, oh. I, I, I tell you, I'm, I'm at my wits end, but are I'm they, very excited to see Are them. they your children? Like, how do you, aren't they all not in school? Okay, great. But they both been suspended. <laughs> yeah. And um, 
uh, Lori and Aaron, you guys know each other. You guys, we all went to we all went to Outside Lands together, and we met our Heck boyfriend yeah. Dean. We met our boyfriend Dean. I'm That's a huge right. huge fan of Lori. Huge. Who I, I'm a big fan of you as well. Hello. Who were you going to run away with, Aaron, up in Outside Land? Um, I think. Um, uh, God, who was it? Um, there are so many options. It was like a there was like a hot lady in row three to the right. <laughs> if you were, if you had been a, who would have been your best friend? That you liked Ben Z. You liked Kenny. Who did you like? Loved Kenny because we yeah. talked football and I felt safe. Yeah. Um, and then Benzie, I thought was probably like my biggest surprise. I was like, I could hang with that dude. Um, and before we keep going, what did you think overall of Peter's season? And what did you? What was your take on Peter's mom versus Madison at the finale? Whose side were you on? Um, is this is this to me? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you know, uh, I thought, you know, again, hashtag praying for a sinkhole. I wanted all of them to go down and not come back up for air. Um, but in the spirit of humanity, I'm going to say um, it all worked out absolutely perfectly. He should be alone um, and get out of the house. Madison um, needs to be in a church circle. And the mom needs some Xanax. Um, Dude, mom. So I was happy with all of it. Do you realize that he still lives at home? Like, was that part of your... Did you remember that he lived at home? That's a big trouble, little China. That is... Uh, I, <laughs> I did not I did not know that, but you texted me to remind me. And then I was like, oh, that now I, now everything makes sense. Um, let's give shout outs to Katie and Anna, who are here with us as well. Hi. Can we just give... I'm going to give um, the, the employee of the month for, for last week's editing... Of the episode, Katie Levine spent uh, 400 hours editing the the longest surprise-length Bachelor podcast. Who knew? We had a lot to talk about. Yes, it was a long one. It was, uh, and it was, you know, we're figuring out, I just want to let people know, we're figuring out the best way to record these remotely to make sure we're all safe and it all sounds good. So we appreciate any, everyone kind of just understanding that. So we recorded a different way last week that, you know, was a little harder to do. We're we're trying out a new way uh, this week, but yeah, we were going to try to make it sound as good as possible for everybody. Um, Well, we, we appreciate your efforts and Anna, how are you? Hi. Your mom made it home safe to the country. Yeah, my mom made it back from Iran. She says she's doing fine. And then a part of me is like, of course, she's the only person who can travel to like a country that's high risk and come back and be totally okay because she's been <laughs> telling me to wash my hands since I was born. And she's I mean, like, oh, it was no big deal. Dude, I wash my I- hands. I stay clean. I wipe everything down. I don't understand what the problem is. You should be doing this all the time, Anna. I don't understand why you're only doing it now. Yes. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> this is the first time I've actually been actually grateful that JJ's not here because I never once saw either of my parents wash their hands. They would have been gone. <laughs> they would have been gone an hour or two. And I remember <laughs> No, I'm not even kidding. They, my brother and I both confirmed as adults. I was like, did they – like, did – Mom and Dad teach you to wash your hands? He was like, oh, no. He's like, I was just in a men's restroom with Dad. He used a urinal and just walked right out to the restaurant. And and we're like, that's disgusting. (laughs) Also, I remember my friend came over to go visit her, my friend, my childhood friend, Cheryl. She brought her little girls over to play. And my mom, to me, she loved Cheryl, but she was like, Cheryl's a great mom. She kept making her daughters wash their hands. I'm like, yeah, because they were playing in dirt, like, because you wash your hands. Like, (laughs) 
She can make like everything negative. Like she's a great mom, except for her crazy hand. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, it would have not. Oh. She would have been gone. It would have been over. So you know what? Here's you, JJ, and this guy. She was like, uh, she tapped out of it because she just she thought it was bullshit. Um, I want to also just give a shout out. Thank you to all the uh, for for everybody at home. And I'm going to say this up top. We uh, we have all sorts of bonus episodes happening on our Patreon page. That is like a subscription thing for $5. You can get an episode for $10 a month. You can get, we have 85 episodes on there. We're putting up Love is Blind episodes every Monday night. And um, a good place to start, if you do do the $10 one and you want to explore the website, I think a very good place to start is our early episodes with me and Anna and Brian Safi doing The Bachelor in Paradise Season 1, which you can watch on bachelorarchive.com. It's a free thing that has all these seasons from all over the world. I, to me and Anna, you can... I think it's the best season of any Bachelor franchise I've ever seen. There was like four couples that were like um, Carly and Evan that came out of it. It was a blast. And so if you listen to the podcast and you can watch along on Bachelor Archive, that's how I would start to navigate. And if you need any more tips, you can email us at rosepodcast at gmail.com. Anna, what did you think of that season? Oh, it was, it was probably the greatest. It was just so fun. And it was in Australia. So you're like, have this whole new group of people. But then they sprinkled in American uh, contestants as well. Yes. It was just, it was a great time. And it was right before Jared of Ash- Jared and Ashley I was on it. And it was right before they he came back and got back together with yeah, her. So he- it's like an interesting view of what happened right before yeah. he decided she was the one. Yeah. And I, I recommend. And they film it in this like resort in Fiji that is so stunning. And there's also the host is this guy named Osher, who is like, I guess, a national treasure in Australia who's been famous since he was a kid. Um, um, okay, here we are. And we are starting out. Um, Aaron, have, did you watch this season? Did I did I watch Juan Pablo in real time? Yeah. Yes, I did. I did, but it was, I felt like it was so long ago and, um, like I, I, I honestly don't remember anything like the, the episodes we watch of, I, I have no recollection because I was like, Oh my God, Andy Dorfman. Yeah. And then o- overall, which obviously we'll get to, there's it's not a spoiler or anything. I just was like, Oh, th- th- this harkens back to a time where, uh, the, the women were lovely and not That's- all 12 and batshit crazy. So I'm, I was, I thoroughly enjoyed the episode. <laughs> I have to say, I've been really, that's what, you know, Jerry Trainer, who's our rookie of the year, who you're going to love, Paget has fallen in love with him. Um, your girl. Easy, Padgett. easy. Um, not in that, not in a, it's more in a rookie way. By the okay. way, All right. I was just saying to him, I was just thinking that Paget, you know, Paget is thriving in her bunker right now. She's been waiting for is. a pandemic to be thriving, watching reruns of Top Chef, drinking cheap Sauvignon Blanc, and like baking mushrooms. <laughs> I better get some text soon. I better get some text. You know what? I'll send a group. I'll start it off because she's been firing some off. She sent me a, she, I think she had some Sauv Blanc and ordered me a solar radio power emergency radio that arrived like two days ago. No, no, no. Yeah. Okay. It, That's it amazing. Gets, it always gets ordered around the 5 p.m. hour. I was yep. That's the bewitching Sauv Blanc uh, hour. It's incredible. <laughs> No, you know she is loving this. Like, you know, like, not the actual pandemic, but you know she's been waiting her whole life to hunker down for, like, everything in her New England roots is ready to just, like, survive. Like, you know she's got, like, a seed vault in her basement or something. (laughs) (laughs) 
She's going to be the last person standing. Like if we got hit by a new, she would survive and come out with like a great outfit and a muumuu. Okay. Yeah. So what when she we were when Jerry and I were saying because we never watched it it was like these women are great is before Instagram really took off um, the the first season of Bachelor in Paradise wasn't until after this so there were the only thing to win was like the guy like you weren't gonna become be able to quit your job as a nurse and self like like self tanner online like it was nobody had like lip injections and face contouring they were real gals who truly seemed to want to be with Juan Pablo. Yes. It's great. All right. So here we are. So if you're playing along at home, you can watch for free on bachelorarchive.com. We would be breaking down episode two there, I believe. But because uh, for whatever reason on iTunes or Amazon, they have so many episodes of filler. Um, we will be breaking down episodes three, the filler episode, and episode four, which was the actual second date episode. So episode three, we have... It's behind the scenes the day after the first rose ceremony. I found it interesting that they, I guess it makes sense that they didn't move their bags into the mansion until the next day because they get out of the limo and they don't have suitcases. But did that surprise you guys? <laughs> <laughs> like, well, they sent quite a few home, actually. So, no, it makes perfect sense. And and I really appreciated that that view of the really distraught, contestants who had to leave uh and you know seeing them cry and then it seemed like some other ones didn't really care though i was like so last week jerry was super into the masseuse for whatever reason she really rang his bell and it was interesting just like seeing her let herself be filmed like you know she'd all glammed up the night before and like there she is with no makeup weeping calling her mom from some like like ramada lax like it was just it was just like actually very real and human to see these women like dragging their suitcase with all their stuff in their gowns like i don't know Aaron, what did you think of that well um i'm used to like my gay boy cruises you know mm-hmm. that i perform on where everyone's got like 17 bags of luggage and wigs hanging out and eyelashes on top of their own eyelashes. And uh, so I was like, oh, it's like a fun cruise setup. Like, here we here we go. Here we go. Life in the house. Let's do this. It's yeah, it's it's weird to have watched the, the like so many seasons and that filler episode of like, oh, I we've never seen footage yeah. like that before. That was kind of fun. Did you watch the one the week, the other filler episode where they like, where they, we saw them getting interviewed at that like airport hotel, which was so like, it was so like, are you ready to get married? That was interesting too. Oh no, I have, I have to go back. You know, um, I had so much to do last (laughs) week that, um, I forgot to cue that episode. (laughs) You know what? You can just fast forward and watch through some of the ones of them. It just was interesting. It was like it, you actually saw them, like the casting process, which was so weird. And don't they like? Don't they just look like real women? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like They're it's so, so cute. They're so, it's cute. so cute. Like I'm already cheering. I honestly can't exact. Well, I just we know one. You know, just from the season. But I, I, I honestly can't remember who they are, where they're from, any of their stories. And yeah. it's like I and and I'm liked it already so much than uh peter's whole season <laughs> i know like once they went now Lori, you, since you're our bachelor historian it seems like yes. on colton season and colton has coronavirus 
I hope he's done. Can you believe that? Make up for Kong. I just wish him well, and I hope he stays safe. And like, oh, I feel bad. And Caitlin Bristow actually got tested for coronavirus. Oh, she did. Uh, So they went. They posted a whole thing uh, about how to get tested, but it turns out she just has bronchitis and the flu. Wow. But, you know, everybody makes a video about everything, but she was apparently very sick and exhibiting a lot of the symptoms of COVID-19. Um, you know, sorry. Go ahead, Erin. Well, I was just going to say that my, my sister texted and uh, she was saying that the whole Colton thing actually could be, since nobody listens to, you know, everyone's so celebrity obsessed that this virus is in fact not just like you have to be careful if you're 75, everybody has to be careful. And he was saying, I'm such a healthy fit person. I can barely walk up the stairs. So you think, well, maybe some of these ding dongs around the country will take some news from Colton that this is where we're at now, you know? So that was helpful. I agree with you. Like when you hear, like we know that this is not a party guy. This is a, this is a, you know, this was a, very, very clean cut young man who's a nice guy who does not seem like a party boy who is very, very fit. And to see here that he got it, because I think a lot of people are acting like, oh, nothing's going to happen. Like the fact that he could barely like walk upstairs and stuff it was like, oh my God, that poor guy. And like, yeah, we all need to take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, at least yeah. he's taking it a, a bit more seriously than Mr. Peter Weber. What's he doing? He's out, you know, playing football and saying it's not that big of a deal. Uh, he is? But, you know, he is. But you want to know what I am living for? Uh, yeah. Even though, you know, I don't recommend the group quarantining, but I am living a bit for <laughs> Hannah Brown and Tyler's TikTok videos. Are they doing TikTok videos? What are they doing? I mean, they're just playing, you know, uh, drinking games with each other and doing little dances. Oh, my God. And apparently she went down to Florida to visit him uh, after his mother died, of course, and uh, and is comforting him. But they're all just holed up together with a group of friends. I gr- how many people are quarantined together? So well, that's like an orgy, exactly. right? What you just described, yeah. like that's like that's exactly. a corona orgy. <laughs> I am rooting for them. I do want them to get married, but uh, I'm like, be careful, you guys. You guys, be careful. I know. Okay, but I, I, I have to say, I do. I actually look. I mean, I would be so excited if like a if like a bachelor wedding came out of this. Would be amazing. <laughs> I'm sorry, or, or a COVID baby. A COVID baby. COVID a baby. COVID baby. Oh my god! I had a vision last night. I, oh my god! We need to make uh, Corona teenies. <laughs> a Corona cocktail. The co- yeah, a Corona teeny. Okay, a quarantine. Okay, so what we were saying, Lori, it, it seemed like the women we were rooting for. What I was starting to ask you was on Colton season was the real. Was it the first real like open influx of? Um, of pageant ladies, I'm sure there were some before, but did they were they ever as featured as it, they were on Colton season? Because I feel like that really changed the whole name of the game. Yeah, I mean there have always, there's always been uh, a few pageant uh, women sprinkled in there here or there, but it seemed like it was a very big component of Colton season, uh, and so I don't. It, it's almost like they're replicating that uh, now, but. My hope is that they move away from that, but inevitably, because of the demographic that this show appeals to, yeah, uh, there generally is a, a pageant type of theme. Um, 
Uh, and to that end, also, Anna was texting us, uh, Anna, if you could see that they're, so they've started Claire's season, and if you looked online, her guys were not great, and apparently she's, like, yeah. making them, like, recast. Yeah, I guess she tweeted out, like, oh, guys, hey, keep applying, no big deal, but keep applying, uh, and I guess Chris Harrison confirmed that some of the dudes will be recast because they were, like, so young, and, and I think she kind of made a point, like, hey, like, I can date a, f- a few years around me, but, like, I'm not trying to date a 25-year-old. Right, she's 38. And I guess uh, she reposted Michelle Money's post criticizing the guys, something like that. So they're like, oh, uh, Claire is who's not Michelle happy. Money? Who's Michelle Money? What, she, she was in Brad Womack's season, the second season of Brad Womack. Look at Lori. Like, Look at Lori. She's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah. She's like, hold on, let me do a That's quick right. sketch of her and I will fax yeah. it over to you. She's, a, she's like a full of beautiful mind with like strings on the wall. It's like we're like in Stranger Things in Winona Ryder's house with the strings and the lights to like Michelle Money. <laughs> um, so what was her name really Michelle Money? Yeah, it really is Michelle Money. It's, yep. a, oh. it's a great name. Yeah, I, I thought. Sorry. Aaron, you go. Aaron, you go. No, no, real quick. Sorry, this is just part of the thing where I can't see people finishing their sentence. So um, you're doing I apologize. great. I think you're doing um, great. I feel. I feel like I'm just just uh, hitting my stride here. Um, the I thought her posting. <laughs> come on, guys! It's not too late to get your you know affidavits in made me laugh so hard. I was like, oh God, like round one. Ugh. You know, did you see their pictures? It was bad. Yeah. Just a barrel of stinkers. And she's like, yeah, yeah uh, visually, I'm not boning any of them. So send more in. <laughs> she really was. <laughs> no, they yeah. were, I really, it almost felt like a bit when I was like, Come now, like these are the guys. Lori had a good point in our group text chain that Lori thought that them. So ABC allegedly is about to re-air Juan Pablo's season, and Lori was like saying that them re-airing it and people getting acquainted with it, um, people might be more likely to apply for Claire's season once they watch the season and get to know her a little bit. It's a good idea. Yeah. Why not? I hope so. They can't do this with the stars. I know, because I have a lot of people emailing me saying they wished it was Hannah Ann's season. Um, and that, the, well, my friend Andy emailed me. He wished it was Hannah Ann's season and that Barb was on at the beginning going, she's an angel on earth. Oh, you know, she's an angel. Oh, man, if you could be lucky enough to be with this angel on earth. I mean, she. I, yeah. I was like, that is a loose definition of angel on earth. <laughs> Like, real loose. <laughs> okay, so there we are. We have um, we have the time between the, the party. There's a Bachelor bus, and we're going to crash a few unsuspecting Bachelor fans, and they go to bed. But, of course, all the doors are open, and there's, like, 30 people watching. And um, Chris Harrison was doing bits over the shoulder of Juan Pablo at the ladies' viewing parties. Aaron. Okay, one observation, Arden mm-hmm. and Lori and wonderful women. Um, there was a shot with those viewing parties. Uh, some women were, you know, killing it. Um, then they had a little, she had, they had a girl. She was like, what, 12 or something? Avery, I wrote this down. Avery, <laughs> little girl. Yeah. Yes, she, Avery. She was, 
Yes. Yeah, to the camera. Well, it's just like, it's great. It's not like a fairy tale. And yes. like, this does happen. True love happens. And I thought, I wrote down, oh, no. Yeah. Where is Avery now? Is That's she a- in a well? <laughs> I know. I actually was also worried about Avery. I'm worried. I was worried for Avery, who's now probably 19 and mm. like could apply soon to be on one of these shows. And I wanted to protect Avery. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted oh. to uh, just, you know, did a, did a quick, uh, you know, maybe <laughs> Lori, we could do some recon here and figure out where Avery is. Because yes, Lori. Lori, where's like, Avery? Yeah. Lori, where's oh, Avery? Avery, Avery is because the season was so long ago. Avery is actually Chelsea Clinton. <laughs> so you know, I, that was Chelsea Clinton. So okay, I, I don't so know. She turned out okay. My God, do you remember when Chelsea Clinton got married and then her husband like? immediately took off to like Wyoming or Montana for like three months. Do you remember that? Where he like panicked and ran and then like Bill and Hillary really? had to like wrangle him. Am I making this up? Do a little Google research. I feel like I was on Chelsea lately at the time and I'm having like a flashback of she dated that like British guy and then she was like glowing in college and she got all like cute and dated some British dude and then she got married and I feel like her husband like took off for like Western ski slopes and then like the like, you know, the Secret Service had to go like wrangle him like, bro, you married a Clinton, <laughs> you best get a fucking job and check yourself like you're embarrassed oh. daughter. Is that accurate, Anna? <laughs> Uh, is is uh, I don't know. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I don't, this really? Could you Google? Could you Google Chelsea? Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, let me text her. Okay. Let me text her. I thought her you meant that. like I would just know, and I was like, Do I know this? <laughs> you you have the presidential knowledge in your back pocket. I have the bachelor knowledge, but you um, and, are on the presidential. Aaron has sports, but so does Lori. Lori has sports too. So does Katie. Everybody but me. Um. So then, how did you guys all feel about hearing Wanuary? <laughs> <laughs> I actually just thought Arden made that up. No, they kept saying it's January. I wrote down no, no, no. Yeah, they did it with Arden season. Do you remember that? It's like they just pick they pick a bachelor with a name that somehow complements January. So that's probably why they picked Ari. January. I get it. I get it. Watching January and Corona March was tough. So then. So then he goes, oh, I already don't like him. I just want to say I know that I'm not going to like him, but, like, I've been warned. But you didn't have to warn me too hard because I already don't like him. So they were like – he was like, oh, Claire gets – he's, like, always, like, so pleased with his secrets. He's like, Claire gets the first one-on-one date. So we see him – up top prepping with his daughter. He is very cute with his daughter. There's a winter wonderland in LA. I like surprises. And the daughter, Camilla, is like, I like some chocolate. I like surprise chocolate. And they're running and they're ice skating and it's pretty cute. And um, that was pretty, I mean, that was pretty cute. What did you think of Juan Pablo and Camilla ice skating? 
Well, I thought she was pretty gosh darn cute as well. All I'm going to say is I have been saying I like surprise chocolate pretty much every day since I've been quarantined. <laughs> and if, if I didn't understand English, uh, you know, or if I had to speak in Spanish, that's all I would say as well. Like, la sorpresa chocolatina. <laughs> because I, I can't speak anything else. So all I would be saying is surprise chocolate, surprise chocolate, surprise chocolate. So that pretty much vibes with my current state. So I'm into it. I have been forcing myself to wear pants with buttons so that I like, I just, I've been forcing myself to wear pants with buttons. I did go on and look at hair, dye, like red hair dye late at night, but I have not cut or dyed my own hair yet. But I'm not saying it's not, I keep wanting to. Erin, how are you going to cut your hair? <laughs> um, You know, just total, you know, just blindfold bowl and whatever <laughs> happens, happens at this point. Um, I do want to, I do want to color it though at some point. Um, but I, I wanted to ask Arden and Lori, I wanted, can I just ask a quick question before we move on? Yes, ma'am. Yes. This is literally my only time I'm going to stop and just ask, but in those viewing parties, um, and, and I'm asking, uh, Lori as a, as a, a fellow gay lady and Arden is a straight lady. Yeah. Um, the room full of presumably straight ladies and, and Juan Pablo comes in. Yeah. And they stand up and scream, scream yeah. like insanity. Yeah. And I thought, is that like, is that, that must, is that like a straight girl thing? Does that happen with my people? Like, I, there- I think that's a certain lane of the highway that I'm not in. I think looking like Barb from Stranger Things, so I was 14. I wasn't like a <laughs> Kappa Kappa Gamma, you know what I'm saying? I think yeah. Yeah. Maybe if you're like a pretty girl, like a cheerleader type, maybe like I'm not that lady. I'm an otter duck. So you'd have to ask a different species of of a straight lady. So it's like a subsection of straight women that look and act as, because it, it felt like this insanity, you know, pack, you know, like, oh, oh my God, it was like fresh meat. And then I thought, well, what? What would make me? Who would have to walk through the Beyonce? door? Is Beyonce? It Beyonce? Beyonce? I don't know. Megan Rapino? I don't know. Like, do oh. I? Would I ever get up and scream though? Lori, would you get up and scream for Megan Rapino? Uh, no, no, Megan Rapino. <laughs> uh, uh, no, I would not uh, get up and scream for Megan Rapino. But you know, she's very cool. Rapino. Uh, what about Megan Rapino? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's Joe Pesci's wife, but, um, I, but no, I, I wouldn't be screaming for her outside of just thinking she's really incredible. God. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, who I, would get I was just curious. Her. Like I was like, am I, is it possible someone could come through my front door I and I would scared. stand up and scream like a, like a. I would scream if Beyonce walked into my living room. I would scream if Beyonce walked in. Wouldn't okay. you? If Beyonce walked into your living room, wouldn't you freak out? It's Beyonce. Now I, yeah, I guess I would. I guess I'd be like, who let you in? What's happening? How did you uh, get in? How did you get in? How did you get in? Uh, yeah, I just was like, is that a straight versus, like, then Then I just went down a straight versus gay um, wormhole. Anyway, sorry to interrupt. Yeah, no, I get that. There's no interruption here. I got nothing but time in my culture. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing but <laughs> I'm crazy busy. I've got to take my temperature. I've got to wash my hands. 
I gotta, I gotta try to find moisturizer, but like coconut oil on my hand because it's all scaly from washing my hands. Yeah. Arden, I'm doing the same thing. Yeah. I oh mean, my god. I've got to. I've got to. I've got to find a, a, an old wipe and try to put bleach on it to make it clean again and wipe things down. <laughs> I'm so busy yes. right now. Yeah, I gotta look up Paradise. I gotta watch. I've gotta watch. Oh my god, I've gotta watch Project Runway and Real Housewives of New Jersey reunion and Juan Pablo season. And I mean, I'm busy, so busy. And I gotta dole. I ration out the butter. Okay, so I love butter. Okay, so then we have. there's, they actually let the dog stay in, and we actually get to see the bunk beds upstairs. We get to see the upstairs, which was exciting. Yeah, whose dog is that? I'm, I'm, I've got to go back. I, I forgot to watch the first two. What's He's the a dog, dog lover? I believe it was the lady who later on in the brown and white they they made her be bald and painted her. Head. Oh, Kelly! Oh, poor I Kelly! I think yeah. it was her. I think it okay. was a um, like an emotional support type of thing. I think, no, she's just a dog lover is her career. They say she's just a dog lover. She loves dogs. Right. Okay. So then we have, um, uh, so the masseuse is crying. It's hard to find a man. She called her mom. I've booked a flight. And then we see him talking to Sean Lowe. Again, these are more real moments than normal. It's like, you know, he's he goes, the honest truth, I'm looking for my best friend. And Sean Lowe is like, I just said that. She's my best friend. And like, so then he, the Sean Lowe was talking about all these weddings that came one after the, this is the last time there've been weddings like from the couple that was at the bachelor male version. Um, and one Pablo looked a little scared, like, Oh yeah, so many weddings that could be me, but he didn't seem that excited. Yeah. I didn't think so either. Yeah. I, I just was like, Oh, he's, and, and again, honestly, I'm not just saying this. I have, I can't remember anything. Yeah. Uh, I, I just see faces and I was like, oh, I remember those faces. But um, yeah, he just, he just, I was like, oh, you just, oh, I, it felt like it was like, oh, wait, do I actually have to get married or can yeah. this be, you know, Bonefest 97 or whatever year this was shot. But so um, if, you, if you didn't want to in 2014, we're six years past, we're take a time to travel to 2014. You missed in the first filler episode where his sisters are like, oh, he dates lots of different kinds of women, DJs, actresses, models. <laughs> oh my god that's amazing and then and then one of them goes djs actresses models teachers and then the other cousin goes teachers and they're like i made that up like oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that's amazing so then chris harrison comes out and he gives the he actually he used to do this they don't do this anymore but he gave the the rules of the game He's going to give a rose each week, but you can leave at any time if you don't like him. Um, and they're like, but pack your bag. If you go on a one-on-one, if you don't get the date, you have to leave immediately. Like, they don't have to do that anymore except for on the two-on-one. They don't really do the l- rules of the game up top each season. Aaron. I know. It's kind of fun. It's just kind of fun to see all these little things that, you know, you don't get to see. Because I was like, wow, double bunk beds? Like, four to a room? That's fucking yeah. crazy town, you yeah. know? That's and then. Yeah. Our Alex, I think Alex, somebody told us, or maybe it was Annalise told us there's like 10 people per room. Like it's packed. Wow. I didn't real. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Yeah. They're packed in there. Not now they're not packed in there. No, they're not. Generally, they're yeah. Generally they're packed in. So that, um, so then the first group date, um, 
So then we meet a few people. We have uh, Victoria. She's 24. We're going to see more of her later. She's from Brazil. She um, she eloped. She was married at 18, and then she found he was cheating. It was the worst experience ever. She went through diver- di- a divorce, and she says, most of the guys who meet her says, you're so pretty. We should sleep together. Lori, what do you think of Victoria? Well, I mean, part, I, part of me was wondering, do guys really have that horrible game? Like, I, I, you would think that most men don't say, hey, yeah, like, should we sleep together? Do you guys really say that? That's their opening line? I mean, I mean have you heard of that? Well, I, not, to, not to get too far ahead, but like, once we saw a little more of Victoria, I think she might be a little bit of a loose cannon. <laughs> Like, knowing that this came out of Victoria's mouth, um, you know, maybe she, who knows, who knows what was happening? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, and, and you know, it's interesting that there's so much more uh, gravitas uh, uh, that she was married at the age of 18. It was probably like her high school boyfriend for yeah. two months yeah. because she was married. It, it holds significant weight, yes. according to The Bachelor. So. So she was amazing. Then we have yeah. um, Lucinda, Lucy, and we did some, uh, she's 24. She's a free spirit from Santa Barbara. She's a nudist. We also realized, Erin, before I keep going, she's rich because she's from Santa Barbara. So she's a, she's like a trust fund rich girl. And Anna's going to tell us something at the end of this that she found out. Um, she says, I'm very, very comfortable with my body. I feel more comfortable when I'm naked. I want my naked. Oh, so then she, she, she was in her backyard with a hose, hosing herself off. And her, she wants her naked body in the wind. It feels like it's meant to be. So she's like some rich girl from Santa Barbara who's chosen to be a hippie, but doesn't really seem like a hippie. Erin, what do you think of Lucy? Oh, big fan. Huge fan. Um, I, I don't need to, I don't need to have any more information into her finances. I liked, um, everything about her. Uh, I, I felt like if she just, you know, would just keep walking around nude right in front of my house, that would be great. Yeah. Um, she seems fun. Fun yeah. at a party. Uh, she seems. Um, she just seems like a delight. I think this was. I, if I'm, I, I'm, I might be. I might be, I might be remembering incorrectly. So this, Lori, you have to chime in. But this, to me, when I remember seeing Dog Lover and Free Spirit, I think this was one of the first seasons where they started doing that, and and then it became like a thing. Because I think they would drop in one or two, but I remember then I remember, oh, that's right, the one without the clothes and the free spirit. Like it, it felt like, you know, now they do it more, but they, they, it used to be more fun back then because they drop in just one or two and they were so funny. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. But there was chicken enthusiast. Uh, okay, right. now, Anna, you had um, your friend, you said there was something about a text that Lucy sent. Was that about a goofy? Oh yeah, it was yeah. actually a fan of the podcast. Um, she messaged or she tweeted us, "DM me for tea on on Lucy," and I DM'd her said, "What's the tea?" And she wrote, "So my best friend knew Lucy and her family growing up. A couple year- years before Juan Pablo's season, they had a falling out. My best friend's boyfriend cheated on her with Lucy's sister, and my friend told her circle of friends what had happened. But I guess word got back to Lucy." 
Lucy then texted my friend, if you don't stop spreading rumors about my sister, I will come to your house and shove my Gucci heel so far up your ass, you'll taste it in your throat. That's so your, cool. Your pretty mild tea, but Lucy never really was a free spirit. So it was funny seeing her trying to be a hippie on TV. I'll shove my Gucci shoe so far up your ass. It's not really a free spirit. Did you catch what Lucy said during this episode, which I had to rewind because, uh, again, I'm completely with Aaron. uh, I love everything about her. Uh, (laughs) It's because she said, you know, I'm, I'm all, I'm supernatural. I, I don't brush my hair. I don't paint my nails. And I was like, cool, cool. Yeah, yeah. And then she said, and I'm all natural, except for I like double stuff Oreos. Yeah. <laughs> what? Like, yeah. What? Made me like her even more. I was like, yeah. Yep. I Lucy. know. That, that I know. really dovetails nicely into the surprise chocolate. Oh, my God. Uh, the surprise you know, chocolate. I, I, you know, I think that that definitely she's she's a girl after my own heart. I am yeah. loving her as a contestant. I have to pee. We're going to come right back, and Anna's going to. She did digging on Chelsea Clinton, and we'll be right back, and we'll continue on. Um, and we'll take a break. Oh my god! No, they did not. No, they did not. We're back. Anna, you did research. Tell us about the fast-breaking, what year was this? The Chelsea Clinton marriage. This article I found was from 2011. Great. So nine Uh, years ago. They said a family, a Clinton family spokesperson confirmed that the husband, I can't say it's Mark Mezninsvinsky, is on a three-month break from his job as an investment banker and is hitting the slopes in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. His wife stayed behind at their posh Fifth Avenue apartment where the doorman told CBS 2's Marsha Kramer that Mezvinsky has been missing in action. I have not seen him, the doorman said. Some reports have 30-year-old Clinton seeking an annulment and claiming that she and her husband had been fighting over starting a family. Some believe Mezvinsky may have been feeling the pressure from his Secretary of State mother-in-law, a speculation fed by former President Clinton in a recent interview with David Letterman. I mean, I think it was like right after they got married. I think they had this huge yeah. wedding and then he just took off for like three months. And I think I think that Bill Clinton like dragged him back by his scruff <laughs> to like their like high rise, like their like Fifth Avenue apartment. <laughs> Guys, we got nothing but time. Look it up. It's a fun piece of all weird in a kind of that, like brushed under the rug. But because I'm a garbage person, I'm just reminding everybody of that. All right, here we go. Um, so we're all so all the gals are pro Lucy. She's super naked. Then we have Elise. She's from Forty Fort. That's right, Forty Fort, Pennsylvania. Aaron, thoughts on that town name? Oh, you know I've been there. Yeah, I've been there and uh, did a lot of camping and reenacted the Civil War in Forty Fort <laughs> just for fun. And- I thought it was the number forty four, and then it was Forty Fort, Forty Fort, Pennsylvania. Um, she says that her mom, she and her mom did everything together. Then her mom got melanoma and couldn't speak, but she was still smiling. And then she found that her mom had passed away and she was cleaning up her stuff. And she saw that there was a letter that was about to be submitted for her to go on the bachelor. So it's destiny and that she's going to be okay 
um, things for her mom and that she, her mom was the best wife and mother. And I thought, again, I don't know much about Juan Pablo, but it seems like he's not worth, he's not the one. Yeah. Wait, what's but this the one situation again? What's her name is... again? Elise. I don't know which one she is. Oh, Elise. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. So then we have Amy reporting from Claremont, Florida. She hurt my feelings later. This was tough. Our top yeah. story today is my inability to find love. She was in a six-year relationship that broke up right before she started. Again, don't you need to apply a while back? Like, like what's that turnaround? If you're in a six-year relationship, you just broke up and now you're in the mansion. Like, how quickly did you apply for The Bachelor? Aaron thoughts. Um, I think uh... – that when she started interviewing people, oh I was God. like, "Oh yeah, don't even don't even attend. Oh um, don't Mom. even pack your bag or keep your bag packed or oh. be ready to flee at any oh. moment." Florida, a Florida local reporter, yeah, her sister and her nephew Lori. What did you think of that? Uh, her reporting skills, you mean? <laughs> all of it, just all of it. It was hard to watch. It was cringeworthy. Yeah, it's just a lot of cringe. I don't have much to say about Amy. She's, you know, she doesn't really register on my on my radar. Sorry. So have, I, okay, yes, Erin. No, no, no. I just was like, yeah. I mean, you know, you look at some of these women and you go, oh, Jesus, you know, this isn't, this isn't getting past, you know, hello. Yeah, yeah. We have Claire. And by the way, literally we, they, so you didn't watch the first filler episode is the exact same filler episode we just watched two episodes ago it was literally the exact same filler episode where like the whole thing about um her dad was a wonderful man something wasn't right in his brain are you gonna die yeah then he made the future album like they aired this two every other week in in January how did that happen Laurie Why so much filler? Why did they? Why did they have all? I, you know, I, I, I can't. I don't remember. I mean, I I imagine that they 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 couldn't have shown both of these. Do you think they did? I I, I can't remember. I'm like, Aaron, why I else? Why else would these be on this. iTunes? Like, I don't get it. All right. So then we yeah. have. Um, so then we have him. So so he's getting all excited, and he goes, "I am being ill." Bachelor, and I'm loving it. He whispers a lot. And he's like, he thinks he's got a sneaky surprise. Like everything about him was like, oh, you're a dickhead. Like you're, I just find him to be such a douche. Yeah, I feel like if I if I'm remembering correctly, what what he was on the season before, and who was the Bachelorette? Lord. Desiree. Yeah, Desiree. Desiree, right? So. I I feel like I remember feeling being duped. Like I, I think I remember really liking Juan Carlo. Juan Pablo. I, yeah. Juan Pablo. That's exactly Jesus. right. right. Yeah. yeah, he was yeah. very popular, and yeah. people were very excited because he didn't speak at all. Um, and he was charming and sweet, yeah. and yeah, I w- and he had the daughter, and I was like, yeah, like I I liked everything about him. So I was like really pumped going into this season, and um. And now, and then you were like, I, and then I think I remember uh, thinking this while I was watching it the, yesterday. I was like, oh, it's that, it's the, he just became so inauthentic so quickly um, where you're like, wait a minute, is this the, was this the dude that we really liked last season? Like, I just remember being like, huh, he just seems like he wants to bang everyone. Not, not sure. 
What's I happening? Want, it feels like it brings out, like, I feel like it would take a really, really good guy to not have, like, the thrill of the harem. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. It would take a really strong straight dude to not get kind of disgusting. Yeah. Well, you also have to remember, you know, for instance, Ari was immensely popular on Emily Maynard's season. Yeah. Everybody loved Ari. And when they announced Ari, I, you know, I was thrilled. And, you know, look at what a dud he turned out to be. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's a nice guy. But, you know, a horrible He's not guy. a nice guy. I I, he's like I, he seems like an affable guy, but maybe not a great guy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like he's probably yeah. pleasant to That's pleasant true. to share a meal with, but like kind of a dirt ball. Um, so here we are, episode four. We find out Claire gets a date card. It's our future bachelorette getting ready. She's a hairstylist. She's lonely. She's hopeful. <laughs> <laughs> and. Um, and they show up. He's in a green T-shirt, and uh, they have a night date, which was like right out of the bit. Like they don't seem. I have to say, I felt like both of these dates on this episode were really fun, and they didn't do a lot of talking, but I felt like they were really kind of magical, fun dates. And um, I was surprised to start out like right out of the gate, first first one on one date with a an evening date. Do they do that anymore, Lori? You know, I I can't really remember a, a date recently like this one. I thought it was kind of nice with the snow. I loved it. And I loved yeah, it. Yeah, it was it was it was a, a lovely date. Well, I thought that they didn't have outside of sort of the initial chemistry. It was really interesting how I felt manipulated as a viewer because they had very little dialogue uh between them well both one-on-one almost... both one-on-one days they didn't say anything they didn't okay right. so, so she They're... goes this could be Sorry. my first date with my future husband so he blindfolds her and he whispers el bachelor and then he goes, <laughs> he goes el bachelor feel full of surprises and then he's got his tesla that he picks her up in and the night card, the date card says, let's chill. And she, Claire goes, ooh, I'm blindfolded. All I can do is smell him. And it's a winter wonderland. And she has her heels on, still blindfolded. And she jumps on top of him. And then they go, it was a really fun date. They went sledding. Um, they were, uh, meanwhile, back at the ranch, Lucy's standing topless in the hot tub, Aaron. Thank God. <laughs> And uh, Lucy's going to get me through this pandemic. Let me tell you that much. Yeah. I love how somebody goes, somebody goes, yeah, no, you're not going to not get noticed. You're going to get noticed. That was hilarious. Um, um, So then she goes, Juan Pablo makes me feel like, oh, they don't say this anymore. This is a real Ben Higgins thing. Juan Pablo makes me feel like a kid again. I haven't felt like this alive um, being around a man in a long time. And she couldn't ice skate, but. Um, they started ice skating around and then they went to the portable hot tub spa and she's like, it's so sexy. Please help me control myself. And then they're massaging in the hot tub. And she told him that her dad passed away and that she was daddy's little girl and that she turned into an ice queen and that she wore a necklace to remind her that there was something good and true out there. That was the only real moment. Lori, back to your point. They didn't really talk much until the hot tub. Thoughts. 
Yeah. So it was almost like the, this whole date was a series of in the moments, the ITMs, the, the interviews with, you know, them individually, as opposed to dialogue between them. But, you know, I, I thought a couple of things. One, it, she really uh, was incredibly naive. I remember hearing how she had never watched The Bachelor before going wow. on. Okay. So she was just sort of taken by the whole thing. The other thing I, I noticed was you had mentioned that she said she could just smell him. So all I could imagine is just the overpowering scent <laughs> of his nasty cologne that he's wearing. You know, it's like Dracoir Noir, you know, or he's like Axe yeah. Body Spray, like full Axe Body Spray. Yep. Exactly. And so, and then another thing is she shows up at the snow date in some sort of, I don't know, fancy high-ish heel footwear. And then all of a sudden she's in, and she ends up in Uggs. It's like she jumps on his back yeah. or something yeah. in her other footwear. Yeah. Yeah. And then she ends up in that. Uh, and then <clears throat> the other thing that I found really interesting is that they're, they're dancing. Do you want to get to this point uh, yet? Where they're, oh, they're oh yeah. Yeah. So then they round okay. the bend. They round the bed. And the guy's actual song was actually pretty good i have to say it's josh they were like oh my god i can't believe it it's josh gradic playing our own private concert you love josh gradic right Aaron foley uh yeah you know i saw him on tour i left college my senior year and i tore and i just followed him josh gradic you're a gradic head aren't you i'm a total gradic head and i remember um, I saw him at Red Rocks for yeah. um, like 30 days, 30 nights, Josh Krajic and Red Rocks. And uh, we were dropping acid. We were singing love songs. That was called the Gradge Rocks tour, wasn't it? It was Gradge Rocks Rocks um, <laughs> at Red Rocks. <laughs> well, you know, uh, so while you were following Josh Krajic, you probably, you probably remember that he auditioned for the first season of the X Factor in what? the United States. Oh my God, so Lori, you know on, everything. You know everything. <laughs> he was on the X Factor and he happens, you know, he also happens to be from Ohio, which, you know, it's, you know, it's, it's a good thing about it. How him. do you say um, his last name, Jack Scradjax? Uh, Jackass is how you say it. Jack, <laughs> great. Jackass. Josh Jackass. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Yep. Um, I also uh, noticed a lot of the women, including Claire, um, their manicures, they all, they had very square French tip manicures, which is not that in vogue anymore right now. The square cut French tip was like, wow, that was six years ago. That's a surprise. Anna, what did you think of that nail choice? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, I was thinking that too. A lot of the styles are very like, uh, I don't know. It is, it is weird how like five years ago feels like you're like, what is this? 1999. Yeah. This surreal. The nails really felt extra dated. The other stuff was like, okay, okay. But like this, the French tip square nail, chunky acrylic nail. I was like, huh, that's, it's very, hot, you know, it's hot. We should Weird. all get I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't pick that up, but, uh, <laughs> I know Aaron, you and me both. <laughs> I think that says a lot about us. I did. I did <laughs> though. Uh, freeze frame every Lucy shot and then take <laughs> but I didn't see the nails. I didn't I didn't see the nails. I, I do have to yes, one moment 
Yes. Just real quick, one moment with Claire, though, my favorite one, she was just basically almost close to passing out in his cologne in the car. Um, <laughs> when she, she, one of my favorite quotes, she's got the blindfold on. They're in the car, maybe 20 seconds. Yeah. And she goes, where in the world could we be? I'm like, mm, uh, 20 seconds from the mansion. Calabasas, uh, where you were? I, I would guess Los Angeles. Yeah, like you're, you're like the islands that's on that highway on Mulholland Highway is the islands like chain restaurant. <laughs> there's there's a couple and it came out the next date, which we'll get into. But there's a couple quotes of like, where could we be? And the guesses were like, what? Um, it made me laugh really hard. Um, I have to say, even though they didn't talk much, I thought this was a very magical date. And if you were so naive and you'd never seen The Bachelor, who wouldn't be head over heel? Like, what did you yeah. I love sledding. Lori knows I love sledding. We broke Lori's ass sledding. Didn't you break your ass sledding? Or your yeah, my wrist. Your wrist. Yeah. I didn't you break your ass? Um, Cheryl broke her ass at Amy and Brian's wedding boating. Oh. Cheryl broke her ass yeah. bone. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I thought this is a very romantic date. The one thing that I will say I, I I can't understand why Juan Pablo felt the need to do this as they were dancing to Josh Jackass and he was, so they're swaying and dancing quite romantically and he is drumming her back. Did I you saw notice that. that? I saw He's that. Like drumming on her back, which, you know, I mean, it doesn't seem like it's, that's that romantic. I also movie. noticed that there were no shoes in the ice and they did put a little towel down for them, but I thought that's not enjoyable for my feet. Where's those weird dogs that they provided her when she was sledding? Okay. Overall, I thought it was a good date. I didn't think there was a lot of chat. They at least had the chat in the hot tub, but I felt like it was a fun, playful date, and I, I actually liked that date. I would be happy. Yeah. I would very much like to go on that date. Yes, I thought it was an awesome date. Okay, great. Second one is our cat, cat who is the woman that the poor redheaded gal misheard her name, but she's very cute. And she gets a date card. I can feel the electricity. So she's all very hopeful. She likes to salsa dance. He picks her up in the Tesla and he walks her on his tiptoes to the airport. He walks a lot on his toes and he's like, ah, I've got a secret. I'm El Bachelor. He tiptoes a little bit. Um, I don't know if you noticed that. And so they're on the side <laughs> of the plane with no seatbelt, which surprised me. Like, shouldn't celebrities and rich people like you think like Rihanna would want to strap in I, I wouldn't want to fly around on a plane thoughts Aaron well yeah first of all I was like um what's her is it cat cat yeah cat when cat was like guessing and she's like maybe New York City I'm like pitch like where yeah. that's six hours like yeah. what slow your roll what yeah, New York seriously, you think you're gonna like land at JFK yeah New York City <laughs> She goes, we get a privacy. I'm like, yeah, because it's three time zones away. Are you out of your freaking mind? Like, even when they landed in Salt Lake, I was like, whoa, that's far. You know what I mean? But Yes. I also, when he was, it was very far. Normally, they'd be like, here we are in San Diego or Palm Springs or whatever. Like, yeah, that was far. Yeah. Um, but I liked her and I, I absolutely loved this event. I thought okay, it was so okay. freaking cool. So he changes on the plane. I agree with you. I was like, what? Like I these two dates of any date, I, these are the two you want to win me over. These two dates are like one, two. I want to go on both of these dates. Um yeah. 
So he went, he put on a tracksuit. He was like, hello, hello, hello. And he had like a light up heart rainbow. And then he handed her a tiny outfit, but it lit up. And I'm like, what is this? And then they get to Salt Lake City. I'm like, Salt Lake City, home of what? Like what? And then they run down a lit up sidewalk and there was glowing trees and there was a sea of people jumping and it was the electric run, which looked like the most fun 5K rave run. I wanted to do it so badly. Erin. My, I loved everything about it. And I literally was like, I hope we get, you know, we're years away, but like, if we can, I missed being around people. I was yeah. like, I love that event. I want to do it when yeah. everybody's healthy again down the I road. Fly in and do that with you. You know, I was I like, Arden and I are going to do that event. So there, um, the, you know, dancing, dancing, dancing. I mean, the whole oh. thing was so awesome. I was wondering though, when he said 5k, if Kat yeah. was like, go, go f- and go fuck yourself. Like, yeah. like yeah. what if she just isn't a runner? Like a 5k yeah. is, you know, you're running for, if, even if you're going at a fairly good clip, it's, it's a half hour running 35 yeah. minutes. Yeah. No, I so, know. And like, what if, as a lady, I have big, heavy titas. Like if you didn't provide me with like an ample bra, like, I'd yeah. be like knocking people out next to me. I got to um, stretch my t- uh, unusually tight hamstrings. I also have unusually tight hamstrings. Yeah. Me too. Do you? I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Lori. Lori, this made you panic. You didn't like seeing the electric run. Yeah. Well, you know, first of all, I, you know, I, uh, just visited Salt Lake City because, you know, I'm party people. It's actually known as a Mecca indulgence along with their wild party leader, Brigham Young. Uh, but, you know, I, I will say that the mass of people made me incredibly nervous, I got to say. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I would totally do that that 5K. Lori, I think your mic is rubbing up against your blanket. Oh. Are you lying down? Are you lying down? I, I mean, well, what do you mean? I'm I'm super active. I'm running the 5K right now. I'm not lying down. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, I what are you talking about? I'm doing jumping jacks right now. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. God, there's no double stuff. La, la sorpresa, Joclantina. What are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? What are you talking about? I'm going to shove my Gucci shoe so far up your ass. This this hippie will make that Gucci shoe disappear up your ass. <laughs> so then again, then they were dancing on stage. The Rose is on stage. He's dancing. They say nothing to each other, but they, I don't think they said one thing to each other, but I thought it was a really fun date. I loved it. They didn't say anything, but it was fun. Eric. In a way, it was kind of hot that they that they yeah. didn't say yeah. anything. I like, agree with you. You know, it, it was it was kind of perfect. You know, just make out at the end. I know. Uh, I didn't look like they did. It was so much fun together. I was like, this is yeah. fun. Like, I would have excelled. Cause again, I'm a nervous person, so like both of these first dates would have been very good for me because I'm fun dancing. I could have run the five k. I'm fun sledding. Like, like. Both those things that are like, I don't have to talk too much and worry about being a weirdo. I would have enjoyed this as my first outing. Aaron. Oh, my God. I would have proposed to him. I would have been like, uh, let's just let's just do this. Let's go on fun runs for the rest of our life. Uh, yeah. So And whatever fun. drugs they're on. But um, I did. It's kind of interesting now, all these seasons later, because um, 
it it's just that's why I thought this whole episode was so fun because it was action packed. Yeah. It wasn't like seven hours of talking in the plane. Yeah. And it was just like, put this outfit on. We're in Salt Lake. No follow up. Like she's yes. like, Do you take this rose? She's like, Yes. All of a sudden the next clip is we're back on a group date. I was like, yeah. This is awesome. Yeah, you're right. There was no like yeah, I just feel really connected to you. Or yeah, I'm feeling connected to you too. Like there was none of that bullshit. I see your heart or whatever fucking fuckwad would say. Yeah, like make me like barf. I was I, like, just get me a glow stick. We'll talk about like, you know, relatives in uh, two dates. I liked that. Anna, what did you think? You know, I didn't have the same reaction as you guys because I, oh, to me, I was like, God Damn it, Juan Pablo, you are so Euro trash that you're like, hey, like, uh, I party. Uh, (laughs) I'm not, I have a daughter, but I party. And that's like all, his whole vibe is like, hey, you know, I'm from, uh, I played soccer in Europe, so uh, I could party. I I don't know, it's like he's trying so hard to hold on to his youth in a weird way where I'm like, first of all, like Lori was saying, like, who goes to Salt Lake City, Utah to go on a like a rave run i just don't understand i know like the rave is in salt lake city like what is happening here like how did he find that do you know how that event started yeah oh sorry well i was i was just gonna say is that that's when they let the you know people out of the religious cult once a year and they run it out and they dance it out then they go right back into their house yeah. <laughs> you know, I, I, I won't. <laughs> That's going to be us at the end of, uh, like, at the end of this quarantine. <laughs> We're all going to be. Corona fun. We're going to have our crazy haircuts and our crazy. Whoever staggering out. We haven't seen daylight in yet. Like, made it. Whoever's made it. And like, guys, if I get taken, please carry this on without me. <laughs> just please. It's the only thing I have to offer to the world is this podcast. Just keep keep the tradition going. Um, um, I will. I will say that my I have a, a friend, Jen, who you've met, uh, Arden, Jen Brown, who has lived all over uh, the world and yeah. has now settled in Salt Lake City. Yeah, and says it's the gayest place she's ever lived. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's supposed to be really gay. What? What are you talking? Yeah. What? It's got a big yeah. LGBTQ community. I mean, what? you have to live under. You have to live underground, but it's got. <laughs> We're all underground now, anyway. So it's yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I. I Utah's gorgeous. I mean, I, Dude, I, I, I I'm a big San Francisco fan. is the gayest place she's ever lived. Yes. Wow. Great. Yeah. Um. Who knew? Okay. So then, here we go. Group date. Katie Levine. Floor is yours. This is your dream group date. Am I uh, right? Y- yes. Yes. I. Uh, I was like. I mean, anything where it's like to get dogs adopted obviously i'm gonna love no but that was a fun date like they had all and it was all different kinds of dogs i really liked it i remembered this date um because i I, i've noticed i haven't actually remembered a lot from when i originally watched it but i remembered this date obviously which dog dog, if you could only take one dog which dog did you want to take home I honestly don't even know because I they were all so cute. I wanted literally she all of them. Out. She blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know. I know I'm all right, so here we are. We're doing 
dogs. People are like, what could we be doing? It's a photo shoot with a, a fashion designers. I'm like, fashion designers are like Target bikinis. And he goes, see, he's a creative director. Look at his beard. And I was like, oh, yeah, he has a blue beard. Models and mutts. Um, I will say you could see the six-year difference of like, like, like things that they would not do now. Yes, Arden. Like crazy Afro on Chelsea felt like, oh, that's not okay. And then like, I like, and then handing Andy a tiny sign that would not even cover her nipples and her like lady, her little snooch area. Like, like she didn't feel comfortable. And he was like, no, no, you should do it. It's for good cause. And she's like, I, you can't even give me like, like undercover, like she had one tiny sign that wouldn't, she had to be naked. And they're like, you have to be naked. And I thought, no, she doesn't. Like, this is yeah. so dated, and they're going to air this now. Like, it's this was not okay. Lori, Aaron, thoughts? Well, well, first of all, when you said, Katie, this is a, this episode or this scene was after your own heart. I was I was thinking, Katie likes to be naked. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Um, but but the animal thing makes sense a lot more sense. Um, so, you know, I would say the, uh, the assigned nudity was yeah. super odd, especially yeah. because Andy, uh, is a DA and the, the career implications of that, yeah. uh, was really actually quite disturbing. Uh, but I will say that I feel like that final shot, if you looked at where the bars were, I, they had to have had, uh, like underwear on at least right because- i don't know because i was like are you seeing his like taint and her like lady bits like they're sitting yeah like what is are they like they looked naked like there was nothing on their side their side hips were not covered so like i think yeah. they were naked and like they forced this lady to like who didn't want to do it i thought that woman was very smart to switch with uh your girl lucy and take the fire hydrant thing um yeah. and by the way yeah. and then and then Lucy walking down Santa Monica Boulevard with her sign. Okay, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back and talk about Lucy. It's time to get sexy. Oh yeah. I need a sexual timeout. And we're back. Yeah, so then Lucy walking down Santa Monica Boulevard with her with her like buck she looked at least topless, like she was walking down Santa Monica Boulevard, topless, cars honking. Yeah, I the the moment that I thought was the most cringeworthy, and I don't care if that guy is like you know sometimes you're like oh if it's like a fun gay man maybe you get a pass, but he he to me I don't care if he was gay or straight he had a real fucking creepo vibe to me. I agree with you. It was the kindergarten teacher. Yeah. Um. Because. Yeah. She he cut her off and was so disgustingly like dismissive of like yeah. you know whatever and this is what's going to happen and I was like oh yeah. my god like that that to me was so awful yeah and that would never happen today and I was like well th- well you know you would assume it would never happen today um, or maybe the man would think about it for two seconds and the woman would feel more empowered to say absolutely not yeah um, so that moment was absolutely cringeworthy and I thought the other moment was uh, you know just Lucy saving the day you know Lucy I mean, saving Lucy the day saving the day I know and she's like was- yeah my tits are blown in the wind let's do this I mean <laughs> you know she looks great naked too you could just tell like uh, yeah I just you know I I I I love a bra. <laughs> 
I love a bra. I love support. I like giving them some shape, a little lift. Mine since high school, I've been able to like hold a like a rotary hand phone under my tent. And Lori can touch <laughs> Lori can touch yes. shampoo bottles and and yep. lipstick. I mean, they have never stood up on their own. So God bless a bra. You know, I, there's I think a lot of nudists have great tits, and that's not my situation. That's how you become a nudist. That's how you become a nudist. And that's yeah. how you become a nudist. I was wondering. I didn't know how to get into it, but now that's how you do it. You have great tips. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I get the teacher was like, I'm a first grade teacher. Yeah. I'm not wearing this. I was proud of her. She she took care of herself. Her, like, yeah. And then, of course. You know who she learned that from? Who? The situation. <gasps> what? She dated the situation. She dated no. the situation. Yeah. What? Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, that's, that's the one that dated that's the one that dated the situation. Yeah, buddy. Wait, yeah, that buddy. first grade teacher dated the situation? Yeah. When? <laughs> I think it was a long time ago, but that's what I'm here for. I'm here for you, Aaron. How do you date the situation and then you find yourself on The Bachelor, yet you're what thinly disguised as a kindergarten teacher? <laughs> oh, what is she like an assassin in her extra hours? God, Lori knows everything. Lori knows everything. I think I Lori. know. Lori has cornered this cor- She's got this corner of the world really covered. Covered. I don't know anything about the uh, pop culture otherwise, but you know, I, I, I've, as I said last week, uh, I've been watching this for 55 years. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. <laughs> okay, wait. So then we have. Cassandra gets an elegant dress. I mean, it really wasn't fair. It's like, here's your post-it note to put over your belly button, but you get a beautiful breakfast at Tiffany's dress. Um, she did the spaghetti kiss with him. Andy was freaking out. She's out of her element. Um, then we have, but they, when they were sitting, I'm pretty sure you could see their vagine. Um, and then, uh, so then at the, then they go to the cocktail party. They're at the rooftop pool. I was shocked that people used the pool. Of course, your girl Ugh. Lucy got right in. Like, I've never seen people on a group date and an evening cocktail hour use the pool. Thoughts, Aaron? Oh, I thought they were back. I guess I thought they were back at the bachelor mansion. No, they were, they're at some weird downtown high rise that had like a gym facility and then the rooftop pool. That, oh, right. Yeah. Were, so she was in there. Like a, like a condo. They were at like some condos place that had like a rooftop pool that they rented. You know, I would just, I'm just going to have to say it maybe, you know, maybe it got hot. There were some extra hours to kill and Lucy just needed, you know, she's a free spirit. And it's when you, spirit. what happens if, when you don't let that spirit free, you yeah. wind up with a, a Gucci shoe right up someone's ass. So <laughs> it's called self care. It's, it's, it's self care. Gucci shoes are like eighteen hundred dollars too. Like that's what's so crazy. Okay, like for both of them, or I think you get maybe we got might get one. I'm not sure. <laughs> so Jesus. Then, so then Cassandra has to go talk to him. She tells him, <coughs> "I have I have a son." I do call my mom 10 times a day because he's with a special person. He's in, she's in Santa Monica with my almost two-year-old son, Trey. And he said, babies are the best. Oh, Eric. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate. Cause I, you know, he, he's, he's, 
he's already cracking. Like his image is already cracking. It's like, and and then he tried to redeem himself by like, listen, if I don't feel like, uh, you know, I'm feeling anything, then I'll, I'll let you know. Well, yeah, you should probably do that right now. Like, you know know, what I mean? Like, and like, she's so cute. I thought, Ooh, that's really like, your son's not even two. Like you have a baby and you're on the bachelor. She's so sweet. I'm not trying to, but like, that's young. I don't know. Lori Well, I believe because, you know, all of these women, they all sort of merge into one person to me because I I have a hard time distinguishing them. But um, wasn't she on Paradise? Yes, she was on Paradise. That's exactly right. Oh, she was Uh, on Paradise? Yes. Um, Cassandra. Wait, that's not the one that ended up with Kevin the Canadian. No. No. Oh, okay. Don't they sort of look alike those two? I can't even I remember. Guess so the yeah, they're 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 tall. And, and, yeah. Okay. And, and, yeah. Yeah. Um. um but yeah, it, I mean, it's it's. Uh, was, yeah, she have, like, was she with Eric? Was she with Eric in Paradise? Or Clay? No. Wait, no, no, was no, Cassandra no. recently on? Was she? No, like, I don't think she was. Re- she wasn't last season. She might have been the season before. before. I think she went on a date with Eric, who had been feeling somebody else, and I think he went on a date with her yeah i think you might be right actually and then like he was going he was being sort of a sweet pea and then he went on a date with her i think and then he like immediately like switched to her team and you're like well which is it like he told somebody else he loved them i could be wrong oh i that sounds familiar anna will you google it will you google cassandra and bachelor in paradise and text me when you have it i googled it it was jordan the new zealander from uh winter games yeah but he was they had like a weird like okay well i guess we're just both kind of whatever about it and then like left separately right oh, that was right. this year wasn't it that was this year wasn't it it was last year i said it was real year. quick it was like one episode right and then they bolted yeah, yeah. they were kind of no yeah Maybe yeah I, I yeah because jordan originally tried to like seduce someone else and it didn't work out and then i think he ended up with cassandra because she came a little later on and then they both were kind of like okay bye yeah it was like bar 2 a.m at the bar i can't believe his name was jordan that's surprising to me i don't know he's the one that had the the like short-lived romance with bb oh oh, i remember uh winter games and she like panicked and left he was sort of our um jason statham of the uh of the yeah jason statham but he um Okay, so then, so then the two moms are talking. We have Cassandra's freaking out, and there's Renee. Renee, oh no, Renee's talking to him, the second mom from Florida, and he, she's like, "Well, I'm journaling every day of what I want to say to my son." And we snuggle, and then she said, "I thought you were gonna kiss me," and he goes, "You looked elegant today." And then she half kissed his like nose and mouth, but he, he's not. I feel like people have gotten much more um, freewheeling with the kisses. Has he? kissed anybody yet um i don't think it didn't even look like did he wait did he kiss cat on the fun run i don't know did he kiss cat and did or did he kiss claire have the has he kissed anybody did he i don't think he, he definitely kissed, kissed claire he kissed did claire. he he did kiss her i think so i can't remember yeah, God, now, now it's like everyone's like dry humping in the first 10 minutes. So I now know. it's like, I just I, assumed. I don't remember him kissing anybody. 
That's I actually impressive. Like this guy that's sort of like a notorious dirtball actually was fairly uh, gentlemanly up top. Um, so I like Renee. Vic, me too. I like Renee a lot. A lot. Um, Victoria is hammered and she goes, hey girl, hi. Which I love. <laughs> I loved. She goes, hey, girl, hi. And then she goes, hey, roommate. And her roommate was like, you need to turn it down. She's like, um, you're, just, you're just hammered. She's like, I'm not hammered. No, I'm just, people mistake that. I'm just not going. And then she's like, I'm just fun. This is, I'm just fun sober. I'm just like, you know, I just, I just seem fun. And, and like, if, if fun happens to be your thing and if jumping around happens to be your thing, yeah, and people were talking to me like, yeah, were you straddling him? Like, yeah, I'm straddling him because that's what it's like. That's what life is about, straddling people. It was amazing. <laughs> she said, <laughs> she said, that's life, what life is like. Yeah, that's what life is about, straddling people and other stuff. Yeah. It was I paused <laughs> it and I was like, I'm sorry. Did she just say life is about straddling people and other stuff? That made me laugh so hard. I was like, that oh, and other things. Straddling. Life is about straddling and other things. That's what life is about. Straddling people and other things. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> you know, what, what What made me laugh in addition to the life is about straddling is she, she kept mispronouncing the Heimlich maneuver. The and saying, Hyman. Hyman. The maneuver. Because Juan Pablo is my boyfriend. I saved his leg. Everyone was like, oh, you straddle Juan Pablo. If you didn't hide him and someone's falling down, you're going to have to straddle them. If you have to lay, do laying up, you got to go around to get it. <laughs> that she's running around hammered. Meanwhile, somebody said, you need a bark collar on her. She's too loud. And then she goes, I'm not a dog. I'm just a bitch. Okay. Um, so then she's running in her bikini, hammered in some condo's weightlifting area. She's soaking wet, and um, and she tiptoes up to Nikki, and she's running into the bathroom through the gym, weeping. And then the mom, God bless her, crawls under the door with, like, a blanket. She goes, I want to go home. And she's weeping. And then she's like, it's just down to all these fucking girls. And then she runs out, she goes to the elevator, tries to press the down button, and then we see Elon being like, yeah, you can't go. So then she runs back from the elevator to the, um, back to the floor, and somebody goes, that is not a here issue, that is a Victoria issue. Erin. I thought this is one of my favorite scenes in Bachelor history. Um, I loved every second of it. That's what I'm here for. Um, I'm here for some free spirits and some women dressed up as al- like look like aliens. Um, and the hymen and the hymen maneuver. The, the hymen maneuver. That's what life maneuver. is about. Yeah. No, I thought you know it's always fun to have um, an absolute train wreck. You know, but the difference is like she left. You know, but they would have kept her. Now it feels like she would be like fourth. You know, like it feels like yeah. Yeah. they yeah. they would have kept her on and on and on because I was like, oh, I could see so much more of this, right? But I think that's what it was. It was like the very early stages of crazy, and then they'd get them off, and then seemingly normal people would unravel. But um, yeah, uh, I thought it was, uh, yeah, I, I, <laughs> I mean, you know, I want her to be okay, but you know, she would have been this year's Victoria. It's like the same. Yeah. Yes, she would have been this year's Victoria. You're absolutely right. 
Yeah, but they nipped it in the bud and handled it fine. But like now we're just so used to that being like, oh, well, she's coming back. That's my first thought. Then I was like, oh, wait, she's going home? I know. So he goes and he goes to talk to her. She's like, will you talk to me? She's like, no. And then he goes, all right, <laughs> well, I'm going to wait from outside. He goes, and he actually was sort of gentlemanly about this. He was like, I feel bad for her. And then she's like, yeah. And then, um, <laughs> and then so she makes sure that, so he's like, okay, I'm going to go. But, uh, you know, Kelly, you were the best sport today with a woman who had the her hair covered in bald. Her makeup was really fucked up when she had to do that dog with the bald head and the spot eye. That was weird looking. I remember watching that. That There's a couple moments where I was like, oh, my God. I just remember laughing so hard being like, I would rather – like just say I, I I have to go home than look like that on national television. It was so she bad. Was, she was a good sport about it. She, she was, was a really good sport about it. But um, Lori, yeah. yes. Yeah, no, I mean, <clears throat> she, uh, you're absolutely right, Aaron. They would have milked that for as long as possible nowadays. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, but, but I have to say, I, I enjoyed it immensely. I also really, <laughs> I, I, I also thought it was really interesting, uh, that Elon was featured. Yes, for a hot yes. And a little side note, this was a pro, this is made slightly before he got sober himself, oh. uh, which I thought was just a fascinating twist and that you have the drunken oh. Victoria uh, oh. running around. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah he looked. His yeah. hair was back. His hair was back. So I was like, "Is that him?" God, we miss you. We miss you. We wish you were still on the show. Um, so then he goes, "Okay, I have a favor. Will you make sure Victoria gets home safe? I'm gonna go." And the ladies are like, "Okay." Um, and so she goes to the hotel. And meanwhile, so all the ladies are hanging out, and they're, one of them is really in her bikini. Cat is happy to hang out in her bikini. Talking about like, wow, we got crazy last night. She really overreacted. Um, so then, so then Juan Pablo goes to see her at the Ramada, and she's like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, sorry about last night. I overreacted. I apologize for setting off the crazy train. <laughs> Welcome to Brazil, which is an amazing two sentences. That's amazing. Um, and she's like, but we're fun. Just and he's like, well, everything felt kind of intense in the bathroom. She's like, no, no, um, it was just fun. Maybe I did drink too much, but maybe I could have been more dull. And he's like, well, I'm 32. I have a daughter, and right now, I don't think that you should go to the rose ceremony. But thank you for coming. And then her, she and her square tip French manicure were upset, and they left. I think because he had a kid, he had to cut her. I think maybe if he had not had a kid, they would have milked it. Or do you think they still would have milked it even if The Bachelor had a kid? Oh, they would have milked it. I, sure. I'm going to say, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I just love all of this. I just want, like, now it would have been teed up where he goes to the room and she's just like, no, I mean, like, it was like, you know, like, she probably maybe would have fought to stay and been like, you know, I just need another chance. Like, you know how this process is. It's so stressful. And like, I'm I'm not drinking again. Like, you know what I mean? Like she, and they would have probably brought her back. Dude, I, yeah, you're absolutely right. And she, she would have, they would have brought her back and you, she would have made it to at least the final four weeks, of course. 
Um, so then we have Amy, the reporter. Here we are. Ooh. She's like, I'm a reporter. You want to see? And he was like, oh, right now. And she literally was interviewing him right into the camera going, hi, I'm Amy here at the Bachelor Man. She, like, she was good at sounding like a reporter, but not interesting at all. It's like, who is this mystery woman you see? Wonderful. Can't wait to check in more. She's like, what did you think? And he's like, I think I'm going to cut you as soon as I can. <laughs> Hi, I'm reporting from Boner Killer. I'm here with a boner that's being killed. <laughs> he's like, you're right. That, his, that he actually lifted off his chair by like two inches as his boner <laughs> tucked up and around into his asshole. Tucked up and around. <laughs> It tucked up and under, propping him backwards up as far to his body cavity as he could prop him up from under as it curled up into like a rug type thing into his body cavity. Yeah, she was doing the play-by-play. Right now, it's in the front. Oh, it's popping up, folks. It's heading towards the back. He's up by four inches, and I am not getting in rows. You heard it here first. Oh, God. The only other reporter I can remember was Olivia, who had crazy wide Ooh. mouth, wide mouth, oh, crazy yeah. eyes, Olivia. Oh, oh Olivia. Yeah. Olivia on the cliffs, right? Yeah, Olivia on the cliffs. Olivia on the blowhole by the, uh, in the <laughs> after the day of swimming with the pigs, I feel like. She right, yep. Blow, yep. Blowhole. So then, um, so then we have, she goes, wonderful, back to you in the studio, which really was so hopeful and so sad. Then we have Lori's girlfriend, Lori's number one, Charlene. Is she your number one, Erin? Um, wait, which one, Charlene? Charlene got the first impression, Rose. And she oh, goes, yeah, yeah. No, no. I mean, she's, I just think she's, she's too normal and lovely and she's wonderful. But I, it's, you love, you Lori. know, she reminds me of the, um, oh God, I'm never going to remember, but, uh, that beautiful woman that, like, um, they, uh, I think she might have been like a Knicks dancer. Yeah. Uh, oh. Um, oh, oh, Sydney. 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 She had a real yeah. Sydney vibe, like kind of beautiful and aloof and kind of just too, way too not matched with this, uh, you know. She's uh, like Bachelor Nation Linda Cardellini. Yes. Yes. Right? Bachelor a- Yeah. That's a, that's a good call. Yeah, to me, I mean, I mean, I really like her, but I was like, oh, oh, yeah, this this isn't gonna work for no. me. I, um, that was Lori's number one. Put a ring on it for herself. Oh, oh, yes, Lori. Yes, I'm oh, yeah. sorry. I thought you meant for Juan Pablo. I was like, ooh, no, no, no. She's mine. She's mine. Who's oh, your yes. Who's your number one? Put a ring on it for yourself, Lucy. Well. No. Well, I mean, you know, we're, are we talking like forever or like a long weekend? Um, lo- start with long weekend and then go forever. Okay. Lucy, long weekend. Uh, oh, that's, yeah. a, that's an yeah. absolute no brainer. And um, how about, how about, um, how about wifey? Oh, uh, the lawyer, uh, Andy. Her name. Yeah. I yeah. picked Andy as my number one. <laughs> oh, you did? Oh my God. We yeah. have to fight for Andy. I mean, you can have Andy because I feel like her personality when she said she didn't read and she just sends people to jail, it made me not like Andy anymore. But made me like her more. Made me like her more. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I found her less intimidating after that and hotter. 
I, yeah, no, you can have Andy. I'll find somebody else. I'm gonna find okay. somebody else. I'll take the guy with the uh, the creepy guy with the blue mu- the blue beard. Oh no, no, no. <laughs> so then we have so Charlene, the opera singer. She apologized for being rude to him. She was so. She said, "I was so ungracious because I was so surprised, and it's just so nerve wracking, and there's so much pressure. I'm just, I'm sorry." And but they have no natural chemistry. I, I'm impressed that she's just not into Juan Pablo, and he is. He likes her, but she's like, "Yeah, what am I doing? I'm better than this. Why am I on The Bachelor?" I fucking love her. Okay. Yeah, come on. <laughs> she, you know, what's what's interesting about Charlene is she actually like myself, uh, was a closeted uh, bachelor lover for quite some time. Yeah. She still actually writes the uh, terrific recaps. And so in subsequent interviews after this season, she said that she had two regrets uh, during uh, this entire time, uh, one of which was uh, responding that way to his question whether she would accept the rose because she was just so completely surprised. She thought that the producer uh, convinced Juan Pablo to give her a rose. And she was you know, always suspicious of the producers and was just completely taken aback because she didn't feel like they had any chemistry. But anyway, I love that she just gives zero shits about him and the yeah. whole process and, yeah. and that she's above it all. No, she's, and, and even like her, she's so much more elegant than everybody else. I'm taking yeah. me to get a plug so my computer doesn't die. <laughs> you know what, Arden? We all, every season has one, usually one, where you go, oh, this this woman's super cool. She's just not even remotely right for the show, let alone the person they're trying to date. And yeah. she did for me this season. Oh, my like God. Like it was Kelly last season. And yeah. you know what I mean? Where they're like, oh, this is this format is bananas. What are you doing here? You know? Did you hear the rumor that we talked about last that apparently Peter and Kelly allegedly hooked up between the Super Bowl and now? What? Lori, tell her. <laughs> that, I mean, that was just uh, just a rumor that was going around that they, you know, who knows if it's true that that that's part of the reason why she wasn't at the women tell all, but she was there during the final rose because nobody knew what was going to happen. But, you know, I, I think they both deny it, but it's still a fun little juicy tidbit. Um, I mean, I'll take it. So then we have, okay, so then we have, um, let's see, somebody was crying, trying to be confident. Who was crying? I don't know. Oh, you know what it was? It was Cassandra. She's crying. She goes up to the tub. She's trying to be confident. She thought it would be easier. She's crying to Renee, the other mom. They're both in the bathroom. And then Juan Pablo comes out. She's like, I'm freaked out. Um, He goes, I understand what this means. You know, but he goes, she's a great girl. They're good girls. And then he was like, I'll let you know. And it's like, uh, and she's like holding her son's baby blanket. It was just like, oh. Yeah, I was so like, I have a little a little tidbit of advice for Aaron Foley and the three other listeners who might follow this, um, <laughs> and that is that uh, her baby daddy is Rodney Stuckey, who played for the Pistons and the Pacers. Just FYI, what what, uh, what kind of a sport is that? What sport is that? <laughs> 
a basketball player. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Katie, do you know that person? <laughs> yes, I, I do. I did know that too. I remembered from when she was on before because she was a former NBA dancer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Wait, yeah. who? who's baby daddy? Cassandra. Cassandra? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. I remember like looking it up, like doing research to be like, wait, like we found out it was an NBA player and then like doing research into who it was. Wow. Mm-hmm. Cute so kid. She showed the photos of her kid. So cute. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. He has a son, Trey Ferguson and Lexi Stuckey. There you, oh. go. There you I know, go. I know. It's, I know. Now I know who you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then it Good goes, we have the rose ceremony. So like, hey, girls, it's been a great week. Um, and then did he, is everyone white that he kept? Oh, I'm sure, right? <laughs> is everyone outside white? Of, uh, Charlene. Outside yeah. Of Charlene, I think, yeah. There was then, one other woman of color. I can't remember her name. But he cut one black girl and then a, I believe another black girl stayed. Okay. All right. Uh, it's a very white, very, very white season. I mean, even just six years ago, you're like, wow, that is. I know. Well, like I, the women they have are lovely ladies. They're just, it's a very homogenous group. Okay. Um, so then we have uh, the pirate and the dog with the bunny ears on doing the in the moment. And thank you, Sandy Christensen. She, sa- she has a shop on Etsy and she sent Anna and I mugs, one of them that says I'm ready for my in the moment, my ITM. So that's for Anna. She is excited about that. What's the name? It's Sayin' on Swag is the name of her uh, Etsy store. They have fun stuff. Um, um, overall, I'm very much into... I'm enjoying this season. This has been really fun. What do you think of it, Erin? How does it feel going back and rewatching it? You know, I was like, you know, I thought I remembered more, but I just wanted to hear your voice again and Lori and the girls and get the gang back. So I was like, you know what? I could do this again. And I thoroughly enjoyed it. I didn't think I was going to like it because I thought I'd remember it, but I didn't, I've literally have no memory of what happened from week to week. So now I'm going to watch it like uh, with the, dare I say, some fresh uh, COVID-19 eyes. Oh my God. This is so exciting. Um, And will you join? So we're going to do the next episode, we're going to have our rookie on, and then we're going to come back to Aaron. We're just, we're just paying. Lori is going to be our consistent bachelor historian, but so your next episode will be the fourth official real episode, non-filler, the fourth non-filler episode. I'm, I'm on it. I can't wait. Um, so we're going to do, Hey, we got some great emails from people. We appreciate if you, uh, Follow us, like us on Facebook. If you like us on iTunes, you can leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, let's see. We got a nice review last week. Five stars from Ali McReal. Juan Pablo is a nightmare. I absolutely love this podcast. Arden is so sweet and funny. Well, thank you, Ali. I love the rookie hot takes from Mr. iCarly and I'm obsessed with everything Paget Brewster has to say. I'm super new to The Bachelor. Peter's season was my first. I already went back and binged all of Hannah B's season just so I could binge the Willie Accept This Rose covers of that season too. And now I can't wait to spend quarantine watching Juan Pablo's season with you all. One episode in and he's already the worst. This is going to be good. Well, thank you, Allie. Welcome, first of all, to the Bachelor franchise. Welcome to the podcast. It is sort of the perfect thing to watch during a quarantine. <laughs> uh, what do you guys think watching it, Anna? It's funny to like relive it and then like 
I don't. It's it's also cool to like go back in time, you know, and and yeah. see what it was like, and then the like to see how much The Bachelor has changed. Yeah, like the things they used yeah. to do. It's we got another really fun one. Five stars, surviving quarantine by Adrian Lecter Smith. This is the first season I've listened to this podcast, and I love it. I am a nurse, so I can't quite get called off from work for this coronavirus. I'm just hoping I can get quarantined so I can binge your podcast from previous seasons while also getting paid. You actually make me laugh out loud at every episode, and I love how you made Jerry Trainer such a fan. I can't wait to watch Love Is Blind and listen to your episodes for that. P.S. I am with you all the way on Team Madison. Screw Barb. Love you guys. Well, thank you so much, Adrian. Welcome to the fold. We're so glad that you're here. Um, and we do. We, we appreciate there's all of these awesome new people who've joined our Patreon who are going to watch Love is Blind. Here are some of our new Patreon people that have uh, joined us. And again, we have all sorts of fun Bachelor Australia things on there. We have Madison Corwin, Rachel Rothman, Rebecca Dutton, Callie Cross, Jamie Nutcho. There's so many people that are listening. We appreciate all of you. And uh, you can email us at rosepodcast at gmail.com. 2019 finascos and winning 2020 with weighted blankets from Wife Monkey. Hi, Arden, Katie, and Tana. I have to say thank you. This past year, I joined Arden on Grief Island when my younger brother uh, died of a drug overdose two weeks after mom pa- Arden's mom passed away. So I sent my condolences on social media. I want to reiterate now, so many hugs to you, Arden. Thank you so much, Rachel, and I and huge hugs to you. This podcast and all the running mascara, abuse of the English language, and other nuggets of insanity that come out of the franchise, along with all of the absolute snort laughing that came with it as a result of Arden the Gang's commentary, are life-saving. Keep doing the Lord's work. I love Arden's voice, too, and anyone that speaks ill of it. Send them my way. I will make them listen to Tennille Arts 24-7. I also must say thank you for bringing the joy of the weighted blanket to my life. It has helped me overcome the crazy of 2019 and so far 2020 to carve out some bliss in my day during these crazy times. Best from Colorado, Rachel. Thank you so much, Rachel. I'm so glad truly that's all this fun nonsense is, is hoping to bring a little joy to people's life and I know it brings it to mind. I was actually just thinking I needed to pull my weighted blanket out. Are you guys snuggling under yours, Anna and Katie? Of course, always. Mine is so heavy that it's like hard for me to move it from room to room. I that think, mine is too, yeah. I, because I'm like, I was like, how anxious am I? I'm like, I'm pretty anxious. Like, I, But I think I should have gotten one that was like 15 pounds and not 25. <laughs> And um, if you guys are interested, Rob Benedict and I are going to go live on Instagram together this Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. If you guys want to join us on Instagram stories, we'll be up there together 1 p.m. Pacific time this Thursday, Rob Benedict and I. So you can send us questions on the just through Instagram just for fun. Um, Aaron Foley, you have an album out. Where can people find it? Um, you can go on, uh, iTunes or get all the information with links to all my stuff on AaronKFoley.com. What is it called? What's the name of it it's called? It's called uh, Deep Dive. Um, and now as a, as a stand-up comic and writer, we're all unemployed. We cannot fall back on anything. So if you feel like buying the album or, uh, contributing in some other way, I'm going to fire up my Sports Without Balls podcast up soon. So, uh, uh, Lori just... should do it. Lori should be a guest. Oh my God. Of course. Yes. Let's do it. <laughs> She's such a sports nut. She's such a sports nut. 
Well, I'm um, going to do some sports movies, Arden. So I'll have I'll have it on, I'll have you well, on as well. I would love that. Yeah. Um, I would love that very much. And I and I want to say to those people out there who don't who are not as familiar with Erin, like honestly, she's one of my favorite stand-ups. Like if you like stand-up and if you need a good laugh, she truly is like a surgeon in her joke writing thing. And but beyond that, she's such a funny performer. Because a lot of people can write jokes, but they're not like they're like she's the whole package. She's one of my very favorite stand up comedians. I highly encourage you to get her album. She's a joy. Thank um, you. And what where can people find you on social media? Uh, Aaron Foley comic on Twitter and then Aaron K Foley on Instagram. And I'm, and I'm posting on Instagram every day, uh, quarantine stories. Well, I've lost a ton of Instagram followers because I think people want to see pictures of the young teenage boys from, uh, insatiable. So if you feel like following me on Instagram, I would be grateful at Artem A-R-D-E-N-M-Y-R-I-N. I lose like 300 a day. I'm like, they're just looking for Michael Provost photos. You can email us at rosepodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Lori, do you have any updates on coronavirus for us? <laughs> uh, what I would recommend is, of course, stay home. Stay yeah. home. Don't meet up with people to go on hikes or anything like that. I, I know that people are having a hard time with social distancing, but, you know, you can you can use Zoom, uh, talk with people on the phone, but stay home. Don't I, go out unless it's necessary, unless you're just going to walk around the block. Um, but now's not the time to be social. I had been going on like jogs and stuff, and I've decided to truly not leave my house. I It's been a couple of days, and what's frightening is how easy that is for me. <laughs> 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 I feel like it's actually what's scary is I feel like it's like my natural state. It's like, oh, I get to return to like television raised me as a child. You know, I'm like, oh, this feels very normal. Like I know this. I know how to do this. New England with like no internet and like no cable. I know how to do this. Um, Anna, Katie, how are you? Where can people find you? Uh, I'm Anna, good. Uh, I was going to say, you have to go to Erin Foley's Instagram and watch her quarantine diary videos. They <laughs> kill me. Um, I don't know whose team I'm on, either Erin's or her, her ladies. Uh, it's hard to say, Erin. You should be on her side every day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, but you make some good points. So uh, Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so go watch those. They really make me laugh. I actually look forward to them. I will stop whatever I'm watching if I see Erin has posted one. Like I'll like yell at my boyfriend to be quiet so I can watch an Erin quarantine video. And Anna, was there anything else you wanted to say about this episode? Um, no, I mean it was it's it's fun to like revisit. I think Juan Pablo is the thing. I go back and forth. I can't. He's so sweet and kind, and then at times you're like, but is it real? Like, it's so hard to read him. Like he can yeah. really, mm -hmm. he can really convince you that he's this really great guy, and then I'm like, but is he just horny? I don't know. It's yeah. weird. Yeah. Um, yeah. Katie, what did you think? Do you have anything else that you wanted to say? Yeah, I just wanted to plug one thing before I get my thoughts down about uh, Juan Pablo in this episode. Um, a lot of small businesses and restaurants are struggling right now. So if you are able to help out, 
you know, around uh, any of the ones that you like in your neighborhood, that would be amazing because we really don't want to lose lose any of the small businesses that we have. Uh, one person who listens to this podcast and is a small business owner, she owns La Familia Green, which is a amazing greeting card company. They actually were a sponsor of our show a couple times, and she just makes such cool greeting cards that you could send right now to people. What better time to send greeting cards to your friends and family? And you can find her at La Familia Green on Instagram, where it links to uh, her own shop or her Etsy shop. Another thing you can do is buy gift cards to restaurants in your neighborhood if you're not able to eat at them at the moment, and that would definitely help keep them in business. A few businesses in L.A. that I like uh, are Leanna Lynn's Wonderland, which is in Eagle Rock. She has a really great shop with art and puzzles and games and books and a lot of stuff for kids and adults. She has her online shop at LeannaLynn'sWonderland.com where you can just get a whole bunch of cool stuff. I just got Scout a toy, and I got a cross-stitch kit for myself. There's also Muddy Paw Coffee, which has a couple uh, locations in L.A., and they're really cool because it's great coffee, and they also donate to help animals and uh, animal rescues, and they are doing a uh, curbside pickup, which is great, so you don't even have to get out of your car. Also, my friend Dave Clock is an amazing artist. He did all the posters for Meltdown. He does a bunch of posters for uh, concerts, and TV shows and more. He is going through his inventory. It's selling stuff. So you can check that out at daveclock.com. And that's K-L-O-C. And if there are any small businesses that you want to plug or you have a small business that you want, that you want me to plug on here, you can just tweet me at KT underscore money. But as for the episode, um, yeah, it's it's interesting because I remember kind of the same that Anna said, like, I I'm liking Juan Pablo so far, and I don't remember why I, I didn't like him. So it'll yeah. be kind of interesting to see how that that changes. And it has been really interesting to see how much more real the women are. Like, they're just so much more normal and, like, actually have personalities, which is really fun to see. Um, and it really does feel like it's a lot longer ago than, what was it, five or six years ago? It feels like it was 10 years ago at least. And that's just really odd to yeah. see, even though, like, it wasn't. It, it was, you know, very recent. Like, I remember watching it. Like, I don't know. It's very odd. Um, well, we love – we listeners stay safe other – and by the way, ladies, stay on after this because I want to tell you something. Um, okay, listeners – Stay safe out there. We want to give a big shout out to all the people that listen to us that are nurses and doctors or or, or just don't, still have to go to work. People that are healthcare providers or, you know, working at Starbucks. I know a lot of Starbucks people have not closed or working at the grocery stores. We appreciate your service. We thank you for your service. We are hope that you stay safe and um, th- we hope this provides a little bit of joy to people out there. Everybody be kind to yourselves. We're all sending you lots of love and light. You know, uh, hopefully this, at some point in time soon, this too shall pass. And we hope you and your loved ones are safe. Thank you so much. We'll see you next week. We love you. Goodbye. Oh, yeah. Gonna get all up in you tonight. It feels so good. I just got one little question for you, girl. Will you accept this role? Accept this rose into your world. Will you accept this rose into your world? 
Except This Rose is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.